Welcome to TVBS. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Twight. Hey. Hello, Izzy. So, Twight, thank you for being with us, even though you're not feeling well. Hey, no problem. I'll just sound like shit. Probably hack up along here every minute or two, but happy to be here. Just use the mute button, it'll be fine. What what are your symptoms? Are you uh, just uh, in your throat or what? Yeah, pretty much. I think it's, I must be smoking too much or something, but uh, the last four or five days it's been coughing and hoarse voice. It's been shitty. Are you taking anything? Uh, Coughs. Uh, cough drops. Well, yeah, okay. that, What's new with you, Andrew? Oh, uh, not too much. Um, yeah, nothing really new or too exciting for me this last week since we last talked. Just work. Just working since Spider-Man? We lead simple lives, Isby. All we do oh. is work and smoke weed and food. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And Andrew did something interesting. We went and saw Spider-Man. Have you seen Spider-Man yet, Twight? No, I just told you. All I do is work, smoke weed, and sleep. The Spider-Man was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I think I think we said this, that uh, I think it's the best Spider-Man movie so far. Yep. And if not that, it's definitely the best Spider-Man. <laughs> like, well, like, I mean the actors. Like, Best. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes oh, sense. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't know. I, I liked Andrew Garfield. Oh, man. Andrew Garfield is way too uh, douchey. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> I can see that, yeah. Like, Spider-Man slightly douchey sometimes, but not. Like, yeah, it just didn't feel like Spider-Man to me. But, uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to be talking about Game of Thrones, though, right, Izzy? Right. Shall we begin? All right. So uh, what do you have for us first? Okay, so uh, last time we got some complaints from uh, a lot of our fans of the Spice Rack. Yeah. uh, Saying that uh, we just started spoiling things right away. And so this time we should... This time people are wanting our opinions rather than uh, rather than just hearing a bunch of spoilers. So for the first five or six minutes here, we should try to go spoiler-free and uh, just kind of give our general opinions about the episode. Is that Boyd? Uh, yeah, you want to know Boyd. my general opinion? What's that? I came within about a hair's breadth of winning 20 bucks last night, and I didn't oh, get it. <laughs> the whole... Yeah. Through that whole fight, I kept on thinking, oh, Twight better not win. Twight better not win. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, so one thing that I am really wondering, it's a very important question that I've been having about this. How many mm-hmm. people in this series still have their dicks? Uh, Most of them. There's a Other lot of than... dickless ones, though. The, uh, the Unsullied, Varys, and... Uh... Grey Worm? Oh, yeah. Who else is there? Is there another dickless one? The United Kingdom Grey Worm has one of the Unsullied. I mean, there's not that many men left in the show, and most of them don't have dicks. Who doesn't have his balls? What? No, uh, the Unsullied, they cut off the balls and dick. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because because uh, he, just cutting off the balls doesn't guarantee that they won't still get sexually aroused, and so since they were using them as bodyguards, they cut off the uh, dicks too, so they wouldn't have sex with the nobleman daughters or anything. Oh, I thought the unsullied were based on the janissaries, and janissaries were eunuchs, and they just cut off the balls. No, uh, they they cut it all off. All right. Ah, interesting. Okay, I just looked it up. You're right. A eunuch is just no balls. I thought it was no dick, too. Okay. Yeah. 
But no, uh, the uh, Unsullied, though, they're a little further than that. So Varys still has his dick. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, he lost it all in a weird ritual. There might have been complications. Also, you know, he's fat, so, you know, when was the last time he actually saw it, and he still has it. <laughs> okay, so uh, another question that I have is um, Peter Baelish runs all the whorehouses in Westeros, basically, but he's been a little busy lately, so what's going on with those? They're probably still yeah. just doing business. But are they, is he still getting paid from it? Or are they still giving him the money? I mean, I feel like no. with his absence, people are just going to be like, well, fuck you. I'm just going to start running it now. Precisely. There was a power vacuum. Someone filled it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but isn't that... He, he has. Uh, he probably has his own representatives that are filling in, and he keeps in contact with uh, Raven. How loyal, loyal can they be? Well, he's playing a bigger game than worrying about his old brothels. But that is his game. That's his whole power. No, that was stage one. That's where he gets all of his information is from his brothels. Yeah, and so he stays in contact with Raven. So as long as he's still getting his information right now, I don't think he's as much worried about the money because he's trying to win. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's not the it's not the money. It's that how is he still maintaining control of these places? They're scared of him. I I don't think he's in control of them at all, personally. Yeah, I think he just I, has representatives, but he doesn't really worry about it right now, other than just getting his information. As long as he gets information, he's good. I don't. Know, it's just weird. I just uh, started rewatching the series. Mm-hmm. And uh, going back to season one, I mean, that's that's what he is. His his throne room is his brothels. I mean, it's weird seeing him not in a brothel. Um, speaking of which, there were a lot of references to season one in this episode, which was pretty fun. Oh, oh I'm just waiting for uh, John to find out the full story behind Peter. Does he not know the full story? Of what happened in season one with uh, Peter and uh, his father? Ned? Yeah, Yeah. I I was wondering if he knew that because of how much he seems to hate him. No, I think he just doesn't trust him. John has a pretty, usually decent judge of character. Other than the occasion was so. That got him killed. (laughs) But I don't think this is too much of a spoiler, but... uh... When he like slams him against the wall and chokes him, I mean that seems a little little aggressive for just someone you don't trust. The dude was like talking like sexual about his sister. He was he said, I love your sister. He didn't say anything yeah. sexual about he her. Said, he said I, I love, love your sister, your sister like I love your mom. <laughs> yeah, that's not sexual. I mean Fuck yeah, it is. necessarily. You know how he loved his mom? <laughs> Or stepmom or whatever. Yeah, his mom saw him as like a little brother. He didn't see her that way. Well, yeah, but how does John know that? Because John and Thor talk shit about him. Because who's been talking shit about him? Probably Ned. I don't know. Well, yeah, but... His mom was the one who kept on saying how much she liked him and how much like they were close and how they were, how she was he was like her little brother. And he didn't like his mom, so. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that Sansa probably told John about how he totally hit on her. So probably that would make sense. And he's been seeing how he's been eyeballing Sansa during all their little meetings. Like you just see Peter in the background. Watching oh, Sansa yeah. the entire time, creeping out. As soon as, uh, and John, John knows he's the one that gave her to Bolton. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as soon as John uh, announced his plans to his crew publicly, 
And yeah. then Peter was staring at Sansa once he said what he's going to do with Sansa. Yeah. Trying not to say spoilers. Um, yeah. But like well, that scene, like, you could really see the wheels turning in his head, like, oh, okay. So yep. that's what's going to happen with her now. Okay. That's exactly what I want to happen. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because he probably feels like, like he can... He probably feels like he can manipulate her easier than he can manipulate John. Oh yeah, John's too much like uh, Ned, except for more Ned. But I feel like I feel like <laughs> he might be a little wrong about that though, because I feel like he would probably have an easier time manipulating John than Sansa. He can manipulate him the same way that he manipulated Ned, you know. Ned was desperate. Like, John's desperate, but in a different way. Ned had no allies, and he had to have an ally. Like I said, I just started watching season one again, and that scene when, mm-hmm. or that whole episode, when everything just goes to hell for Ned. Yep. He had so many outs. He had so many people that were just like, hey, do this, and everything will go great for you. But he was like, yeah. He was trying to do the noble right thing. Even the noble right thing wasn't even that noble or right, though. Like, In his uh, mind, it was. Like that one guy, the the Baratheon, I can't remember his name, the gay one. Um, Renly? Was it Renly? Um, he, uh, he was saying to him, like, yeah, I guess that would make Stannis the, the rightful ruler, but he's also kind of a, a bad ruler, though, so... Why would we let him do it? I mean, I like like what Varys was saying at the beginning of this episode to Danny about how mm-hmm. he serves the people. He yeah. doesn't serve one ruler. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's the way to go. That's the way that Ned should have gone. Well, uh, Ned was is like was loyal to a fault to um, Robert. Not really. Because he was sort of betraying Robert a little bit. He was keeping information from him, and he was trying to appoint someone else to be keen that Robert didn't want to be keen. Uh, no, he was going to reveal all of it to Robert. He didn't want to... He knew Robert better than anyone else, and if he went premature with information about what was going on, then he potentially would upset Robert. But then when he had all of his facts, and he could go straight to Robert with everything... Uh, he decided to have mercy, and that was the biggest problem with him is he could have gone his way if he would have gone straight to Robert. But instead, right. he gave but, Cersei a chance to escape with her children because he didn't want to uh, kill the innocent kids. But that's not loyalty to a fault, though. That's mercy. That was mercy. Yeah, he he he's not loyal to a fault then because sometimes his mercy overplays his loyalty. Yeah. But no, but then he was also loyal to Robert to a fault because there's all those other times where if he would have worked with other people in the court, he would have gone a lot further ahead. But why did he betray Matt? Why did he betray him at the end if he's loyal to a fault then? He didn't betray him. He never betrayed Robert. Yeah, he did. When? When he decided not to tell him about Cersei. No, that wasn't betrayal. That was mercy. Mercy is betrayal. Oh, my God. Robert was I'm not going to argue this. I'm not arguing this. I'm not going to argue. It's going to be a circle. How was he being merciful to Robert? Robert Robert was dying. He didn't do anything for him. No one gives a flying fuck about the first season. I know. Let's move on. All right. I care about the first season. Well, well, go start a podcast and talk to yourself. Then that's not for me. You don't give a point talk about the first season besides you. Yeah. All right. Let's spoil some shit. Yeah, okay. spoilers now. Spoil time. Okay, so we start out with Danny after she says, let's begin. And uh, they uh, start out their planning. Yeah. Yep. And we get that nice scene that we were just talking about with uh, her and Varys. Uh, I kind of feel like 
Varys kind of went against what he was saying at the very end of it. When he was, um, she she was saying that uh, you will you will always come to me in if you think I'm not being a good ruler. You know what I'm talking about? That when she said that. Well, uh, I I think with that, Varys trusts her more than he did the uh, previous monarchs because you couldn't go up to uh, Robert and tell him he's an idiot. You couldn't go up to uh, Joffrey and tell Joffrey that he's a little piece of shit. You couldn't uh, do that with the Mad King either. And these are all the people that Varys served in the past were people who would kill him just for not liking him. True. <laughs> and so, but with Daenerys, Daenerys has shown that even she's even taking people on her cancel as permanent cancel, who are people who were outright against her multiple times, even while she was queen, even though they would end up bending the knee to her desires anyway. She is far more capable of taking advice and listening to those around her. And she's a lot less and she's a lot more involved in the politics that are going on instead of just being a strict figurehead like Robert or uh, Joffrey, where those two really didn't do much for the kingdom other than sit on the throne and make random decrees. That's true. She's that way now, but she might not always be that way, so him swearing that oath goes against what he was saying. That's showing his uh, faith that she he's making the right choice. He's throwing all of his eggs in the basket. And also, how... How seriously does he take oaths? <laughs> That's true, but... So, I mean, he's lying to her right then, then. I mean, so he's still... He could be. Do you know? We don't know. <laughs> but I'm thinking he will be uh, straightforward with her because I feel like he knows that with Daenerys. It doesn't work with Daenerys to try to work around her back because when she finds out, it never plays in your favor. Right, but something could happen to her where she could snap and become the next Mad Queen, and then Varys might know that, hey, if he goes to her and tells her there's something that she could flip out, kill him, and kill everyone, whereas if she if he betrays her, it'd be good for the people. That, that's a situation that could happen, so him just swearing blind allegiance to her, which is what he was what his whole speech was against, doesn't really yeah. make much sense. I don't know. What's your input, Dwight? Uh, I think he was put on the spot, and he said what he needed to say to move on. Yeah, true. Okay, so last week we were talking about Melisandre a little bit, mm-hmm. and this week she comes back. How how happy were you guys about that? Well, given how uh, my my thought was, okay, how long are they going to take it before... Danny and John have some sort of connection where they are aware of each other. And lo and behold, yeah. the shit happens in the first fucking three minutes. It's like, hey, yeah. here's yep. John Snow. He would be really helpful to you guys. Like, yes. That was great. I, I did like how she was still somewhat loyal to him. Same with Tyrion. He's like, I, I liked John Snow and I trusted John Snow. Yep. That was great. I liked how that all like kind of came together really well. And then, uh, Again, another play back to the first season when John gets the note from him and, and it goes back to the first time they met and he says uh, all dwarfs are bastards in their father's eyes. <laughs> Good one. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Oh, and then uh, yeah, we know about... And guess what? The Dragonstone is in uh, Dragon's Keep where I was saying it was at that you argued with me about. Ah, did I argue with you about that? Yeah, you did. Okay, because like, I also no, it's did. by the wall. <laughs> oh right, uh, the Dragonstone. That's what you meant, right? Yeah, that's right. You're right. Yep. Ah, but yeah, they need to go get those reserves of Dragonstone. And uh, oh, I wonder if Jorah's going to survive the procedure, or if Sam's going to get great. Oh yeah. man, that scene was so gruesome. And I like how it went to eating porridge or something right afterwards. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hot pie. Hot pie. Could you, could you imagine that, though? 
Yeah, you can't scream. Like, that would be the hardest part about that. Isn't it? Yeah. Fucking stellar acting, though, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah it was. Oh, yeah. oh, man. That was wonderful. <laughs> Great thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, Davos was saying was bad mouthing Danny a bit about how uh, her army is full of Dothraki, Unsullied, and dragons, and that does sound a little crazy. <laughs> well, if I were her and happened to be there, I would do the usual. Well, excuse me. It's not like I could get Westerosi being banished to the other fucking side of the fucking water, but you know, fine. Shit on my army for being foreigners. True, but I mean, I mean your ass. It's, not, it's <laughs> not just that they're foreigners, it's that they're savages and eunuchs and well, I mean, it's, think of white people and how they feel about all fucking foreigners. Any foreigner is a fucking savage in their eyes. That's true, but the Dothraki are actual savages. So. They, they yeah. are. Yeah, they are. Lone Solid are just dickless, smallest guys running around. No, they're not dickless, but they're dickless balls, highly trained killed killing machines. <laughs> That is true. I mean, it is it is a little prejudice against the unsullied. Right. It's not like they're going to be impregnating everyone. <laughs> I mean, or, it is just it is just a little dishonorable to have an army of uh, of neutered slaves, though. I mean, they're not slaves anymore. But that's, was that dishonorable to whom? Westeros. Their standards, oh, honorable in general, dishonorable to Danny. She's she's the one who's against slavery. But they're not slaves. They're she not gave slaves. them the choice. But they were. They, can, they were trained as slaves. slaves. The only reason why they're good warriors is because they were slaves. She's profiting off of slavery. Yeah, but she gave them option. They could leave or they could join her. Yeah, they're not and slaves now, the, now. Yeah. But she still is succeeding in life now because she these people were slaves. If they weren't slaves before, she wouldn't have succeeded. You, you know that that's pretty much how the majority of anyone successful has ever succeeded, was off the backs of others, right? Off the backs of others, but, I mean, mostly off of slavery, too. But uh, mo- Mostly slavery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't we still kind of have some sort of disdain for plantation owners? <laughs> I don't know. There's a restaurant called Soup Plantation, so we must so, not really do that. So, <laughs> not so much of call with it. Well, well, Izzy, you're, you're saying that she gave a job to these guys, only trained in the military, with no other types of craftsmanship or skills. Gave them a job and a place to go. They are free. They can leave whenever they want. You're pretty much saying they she shouldn't have given them a job because they were slaves at one point. But be to me saying after we free the slaves, like, all right, you're free. You can't get a job, and you still can't buy property. But you're free. No, it's totally fine <laughs> that she has them in her military. But the fact that her military is entirely made up of them and Dothraki is well, a little strange. The, she has the mercenary armies, but she kept them over on the other side. The um, Sun oh, Brothers. Yeah. Or right. The Sun Shields or whatever they're called. Right. It just doesn't make her look like the best leader at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, Cersei played that to her advantage. Heavily. Right, which uh, that's actually the next scene in King's Landing. Uh, Cersei actually did a really good job uh, making... Uh, Danny seem like a mad queen. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's playing oh, the like The reigning queen is going to tell you that the upcoming queen's all gumdrops and roses. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it, it it just seemed very uh, Western politics to me. <laughs> yeah. And it's smart. I mean, it, it is her best her best play for sure. Yeah, she didn't have too many other options. I'm sure they shit-talk the competition in Eastern politics, too. Oh, yeah. 
What do you mean, Eastern politics? Well, I mean, we are Westerners, so all we fucking know is Western politics. But I would probably bet that Eastern politics do similar things. I didn't realize that the Eastern world had politics. I thought they just had slavery. Uh, where do you think they're and, trouble and chi- from? And child death camps. <laughs> no, Izby, there are plenty of quality politicking going on in the East. Yeah, it would have been hard to build those pyramids without someone. Oh, I wasn't thinking of like that region where I think of the East. I just think of China when I think of the East. Well, I think we're talking about the geography of there. You know, but yeah, here too, they they have, I mean, the Chinese government or the Chinese, the civilization's been, it's like one of the oldest known civilizations. Yeah, but their politics isn't like ours. Oh, theirs is a lot more, back in the day, was a lot more nefarious. Like, if you go to, like, Shonen Japan, there was just constant uh, overthrowings of the uh, Shogun and the Emperor and everyone in between, and a lot of people put in as figureheads and then taken out as figureheads, and they moved their capital, like, every frickin' ten years. (laughs) Yeah, but... I don't think that they went on TV very often talking about their opponents' emails very much. I mean, that's true. That that's more of a modern thing, though. That's I'm talking about modern. I'm I'm making a comparison between yeah. Westeros and modern day America. Yeah. Anyway, um, did we talk about Jorah yet? Yeah, we talked about him a bit. Yeah, we talked about uh, a little bit. Being peeled. Peeled. A little bit filet. <laughs> uh, so gross. Um, okay. Uh, and then in King's Landing, we get a reveal of their new weapon. Oh, yeah. Uh, how do you I think, think that's going to play? Uh, if they can, if they can th- build like 50 of those things, do you think that might work well? Well, the thing is, is uh, the battle plan by um, the current battle plan by Daenerys and uh, Tyrion, or that actually makes them end up being useless because they're not planning to invade. They're just going to like siege until the people kick out Cersei themselves. So the dragons never even have to go into battle. That's true, for now. But for now, I, it can change. I imagine eventually. If, because uh, uh, one of her plans at the end of this episode kind of gets a little ruined. Yeah. Because Euron um, takes out uh, the Greyjoys and the Dornish. Yep. God, the fucking Dornish are. They haven't been useful once. They have no. always, always fucking died. I mean, I can't deny that was pretty satisfying watching the Sand Snakes dying. Yeah, Sand Snakes kind of sucked. Yeah, I mean, they they never seemed like people that I really enjoyed that much, and so watching them get die in bloody battle was pretty fun. Oh yeah, no, it's uh, but no, it's funny. Yeah, they they always talk a huge game. <laughs> That's doing Jack. <laughs> Let's save that battle for the end of this discussion. Um, yeah. Okay, so what did you guys think about uh, Lady Olana's advice to Danny? Oh, hold up. I have a thought on uh, Cersei's weapon real quick. Oh, yeah. It's going to have to be the luckiest fucking shot if they end up needing to actually use it against the dragons. Well, I mean... They just built one just now. I'm thinking they're going to build 50 or 100 of those things. No, yeah. what's his name? Pycelle. He said uh, the, the, the city's best blacksmiths and whatever the fuck the other person was, that person was that built it, have been working forever on this. Right, and now yeah. that they've finished it, now they know what to do to make the next one. 
and the yeah, next one and the next one. Yeah, it took them forever to build the first one. It's not like they, have they had to figure out how to make it. Process. Well, they had it to figure out how to make it, but now they know. Yes, now they know, but it's not like they have all the time. It takes a long time to build those things. How long can it make? Can it take? I mean, after a week, they got to be able to build another one. A week? What the fuck do you One a week. <laughs> because, like, yeah, maybe they know how to build and stuff, but we don't know how many people have a high enough skill level to be able to duplicate the work. High enough Well, they, they have level? all the best people. They only need to. No, they only they need don't. to have all the best. Team Landing is a fucking shithole. They don't have all the best people. Well, how yeah. did they build it? The, how they build the first one? Then, if they didn't have all the best people, because he said all of our blacksmiths and all of our whatever else have been working around the clock to build this. Right. One. So keep yeah. all of the blacksmiths and all of the everyone else working on it around the clock. And then by the time Daenerys attacks, they'll have probably built one more. <laughs> Maybe. How five. long can it? No. If someone's working 24 hours a day, seven days a week under threat of a whip, I mean, they should be able to make a couple pretty fast. Okay, maybe they'll have 10. Fuck, I don't know, but they take a long time. I mean, nothing can take that long to build. Also, what's yes, the range? Man, did you see how big that thing was? They got to mold it. They got to cast it. They got to. There is a lot that goes into building a giant fucking metal thing when you only have a shitty forge. They already hey. have all the molds and everything for it. <sighs> Why the fuck are you so goddamn obstinate in the morning? Jesus Christ! This always is. <laughs> I'm just saying that this TV show doesn't always do things exactly right, and they might take some some liberties and say that they were able to build a thousand of these things. I mean, look how fast they built those thousand ships. I mean, come on. That's true. There are no trees in the Iron Islands. All right, I'll give you that one. That was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> They're fast builders in the Iron Islands, even though they don't build. <laughs> I suppose they are fast builders. Okay, I think um, it's like the only thing they build. Yeah. Let's go on to Lady Olana. Uh, she says that Danny should be a dragon and attack. You know, now that her plan's kind of being foiled, maybe her plan, maybe that advice might be taking a little bit, a little bit more. But uh, what do you guys think about that advice? Did you like Tyrion's plan, or do you think that they should attack? I like Tyrion's plan. I like Tyrion's plan because everyone fucking else liked Tyrion's plan because they went around the fucking room and everyone did their fucking nod as if. To say, holy shit, he's going to attack Casterly Rock? No one thought of that. And a <laughs> Lannister saying, attack Casterly Rock? Wow, yeah. this guy's got balls. Yeah, that was pretty big. But, I mean, even Lady Olana nodded her head, but then she still had advice against it. I think her advice was more, be less timid with your uh, power. Don't don't be so subjective to the thoughts and wills of other people. Yeah. Be like the United yeah. States and show us your bombs. Um, but now, now that uh, what happened on the to the the Greyjoys, um, now do you think that she might take her advice? Oh, definitely. Well, I mean, how much do you, how much do we think that she lost during that fight? Uh, she lost. Uh, no, she just lost ships and the Dorn. So she has <laughs> she has mm, like her army still. Yeah, she has her army. She just lost oh. an ally. <laughs> yeah. And well, she, she lost two allies. allies. Yes, either. So she just lost half her ships. That's, that's all that happened. So yeah, 
her other ships are going to Castaway Rock. Okay, so she sells some ships. Okay, so I guess she didn't lose too terribly much. And the Dornish might be she might be able to rally the Dorns just without the their their royal family, so she might still be able to get the Dornish army. The Dornish will probably even hate the uh Lannisters even more now. Oh I'm sure. Because well, they, uh, they, don't, well, they don't know going in that Euron is working for them, do they? No, I don't think so. So, as far as they're aware, they just got kidnapped by pirates. Then again, well, I don't know. Information seems to be traveling well, really fast you, these days. You you guys forget that he was going to give uh, Cersei's a gift so she would marry him. Who killed Cersei's daughter? Oh, that's a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. yeah, that is a good one. I didn't think about yeah. that. Nice. And that, that's why they uh, they didn't that's kill them in the basement. They just captured them. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So the Dorans probably they're... will hear about that then. So no, the Dorans thinking... still alive. Yep. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna be the gift to Cersei's, and so Cersei's is probably going to do something fucked up to them, which yeah. is Yara. going to piss off the darn. What about Yara, though? Is Yara still alive? Do you, do you think that she's going to die? Do you still hold behind your bet? Yeah. I, mean, I feel like if she was going to die, she would have died in this episode. I feel like that, too, but I, I can't see any other use she has. I think they're getting, she's going to feel that uh, her brother betrayed her and ran like a coward. But he's planning on the way to save her, and you just realize that if he charged, she would have died anyway, and he would have died with her. Yeah, I'm sure she would do that, but the question is, why does Euron have any reason to keep her, her alive now? Family? Fun? No, fun. He's not uh, that attractive, and he doesn't really like her. I don't know. Why did, uh, what's his name, keep, uh, Theon alive for so long. The fuck with him. No, oh yeah. No, uh, this guy is supposed to be worse than him. Yeah, he's supposed to be super fucking fucked up and crazy. That That's what they like said in uh, one of the, their interviews for the season coming out a few months ago is that you're going to end up hating him more than you hated Ramsey. Oh, oh all right. <laughs> He's supposed to be really fucked up. I guess that works. Okay, we didn't really see much of Jamie in this episode. Um, well, he, he talked to the general. Was that? He talked, he talked to Sammy's dad. dad. You guys are both talking at the same time. Go ahead, Andrew. All right. Oh, uh, he talked to Tarly, Sam's dad. Oh, yeah, that that was Sam's dad? I was wondering about that. Yeah. Right. Did he make a decision? No. No, he didn't make an official one, but it looks like he may join Cersei. Right. So uh, the attack on Casterly Rock is probably still happening, right? Yep. Yes. Uh, that'll be a good one. How defended do you think that is? Not well. Not well? Not Especially well. against the Unsullied Army? Yeah, man, the Unsullied Army. Is it just the Unsullied, or is it the Unsullied and the Dothraki? I think she I, said that she was just sending the Unsullied, but she might have been implying both or something. I think uh, the Unsullied are going. They're going to do a because from uh, I'm thinking from information they have from Tyrion, they're going to strike at a place that's not well defended, so they're able to get in. So there's small numbers in the type of units they are. The Insolite on the in the inside of Casterly Rock will do hella damage, whereas the Dothraki on their horses they're not really good for attacking a uh, stronghold, but they're better for doing like your uh, strikes on horseback, defending your yeah. areas and properties, 
They're going to yeah. be the ones that are out in the plains. Yeah. Plus, isn't Casterly Rock being, you know, wardened by one of the lesser Lannisters who are generally thought to be idiots? Right. Yeah. Yeah, especially being that Tywin's not around anymore. Landing. I didn't even think about how uh, Tyrion like knows that place in and now he knows all the all its weaknesses and such. Yeah. Oh yeah, Tyrion has a plan of how to get in, probably of where units or uh, soldiers are and everything. And uh, whichever Lannister's there isn't going to be smart enough to know that all the information Tyrion has that he should change up his defenses. A bunch. I have a theory for the next episode. What that? So the the big ship battle happened, and yeah, uh, John and Davos are on their way to the Dragonstone, so they're going to pass right by that ship, and they're going to pick up some scraggly motherfucker hanging on to a board who happens to be Theon. Oh God. John, oh, John hates Theon because he's murdered his brother, as far as he, he's aware. Oh, yep. man. Oh, yeah, we didn't see Bran in this Bran. episode. I'm yeah, hoping how, that he... Yeah, like I said, how fucking long is it going to take Bran to get from the fucking wall to... <laughs> to you, Westeros? Uh, you got people all right, over the place it. everywhere. Winterfell. And he can't even get... <laughs> or send a fucking raven does Castle Black not have one raven left I mean they got it right uh, I thought someone killed all the ravens okay well send oh, really? them because they have acquired one <laughs> acquired. did someone send them a message at all <laughs> yeah. okay. they're not yeah, good at writing they were criminals okay <laughs> like hey just your brother's alive we got him he's God, King of the Dawns. <laughs> Thought you might want to know. Very important information. Um, <laughs> but my other question was answered regarding Arya. Yeah. I, I couldn't go. If she was going to go up to Winterfell? Yeah. Like, why the fuck are you going to King's Landing instead of letting everyone at Winterfell know you're alive? I got my answer because he thought the Boltons are still there. Oh, man. Another another go back to season one when she uh, found Numeria. How great was that? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking, because you remember how she said, you're not Numeria? I'm thinking that's Numeria's baby. No, it, it was... There's Numeria. <laughs> it, it was a uh, yeah. in the uh, post episode thing when they talk about it. They were saying that uh, yeah. when she said that's not you, that uh, yeah. goes back to the scene when she said that's not me. When Ned was saying like you're going to be a princess and wear dresses and stuff, and she's like that's not me. When she was yeah. saying to Numeria, you should come with me and be my pet again, and then she's yeah. like, oh, that's not you. Yep. I, I, I was wondering about that until I saw the post. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I want. I wonder if we're going to see Arya become a uh, ward, because we know John's a ward, and we know Bran's a ward. John's a ward. John's a ward. Wait. Well, I guess they really didn't show it that much in the show. Uh, yeah, he has a connection with um, ghosts. Like, he can see through oh. Ghost's eyes, and uh, he can feel Ghost's, where he's at in his emotions. Interesting. Arya already has her own superpowers. I don't think that she needs that. Why not make her more thug? Bam. Arya. Uh, Superman. Um, And then uh, the other person that Arya met up with... Give me a second. Okay. okay Why is she saying a dick to hot pie? I, I don't know. I, I don't remember their last interaction. Didn't she just like leave him one day? And she was just like, "Bye." No, uh, they that tavern that she was at is where uh-huh. they uh, separated with Hot Pie because Hot Pie got offered a job to cook for the uh, tavern lady because the tavern lady liked him and he was a good cook and he could eat all the 
hot pie he wanted there. <laughs> so he uh, he opted to stay, and he said his farewells to both Ari and um, Grindold, or no, uh, whatever his name is, the bastard boy. Is he going to oh, yeah. come back, or are they just going to forget that, that ever happened? Forget what happened. Baratheon's bastard is Davos sent him off on a fucking boat, and we yeah. never heard from him again. He's doing his own thing. He's hanging out. Has Davos mentioned him to anybody? Like, no. Does anyone else know? No. It was only him and Stark. Ned which... Stark. Right. Right. Uh, Stannis knows he he went missing, but Stannis is dead now, so... Yeah, he doesn't matter. I guess Eliandra, she knows. Or, what's her name? Lady in Red. No, yeah, Um, Lady Sandra. Sandra? Yeah. Yeah. She knows. Yeah, she knows because she's like, oh, you got rid of my sacrifice. (laughs) It was interesting that she, like, had the balls to say to Mm -hmm. Danny that John is the one true king. Again, oh. I, I kind of felt it a little redeeming. I felt a little redeeming that she was so loyal to him. Well, she um, was super loyal to Stannis too. Right. She's a loyal person. It's just she's crazy. Had a yeah. long, long fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So, still at Dragonstone. Again, going back to my question about who still has a dick in this show. <laughs> yeah. Grey Worm and uh, Missander. What's is that her name? Missandei. Missandei, right? Um, they get they 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 bang. Yep. How, How badly do they bang? They finger banged. Finger they bang. Finger bang. They had this is a little offensive, but they had lesbian sex. Um, yeah. yeah. How yeah. badly? How badly did you guys want to see him? I I was like wasn't sure if they were gonna show it or not, and then I kind of feeling they were. It was gonna be all grotesque and gross. I wanted to see it so bad. <laughs> I want to know what does it look like? Is it like a Kendall. Is it like a Kendall? Yeah, so yeah. they cut it off, they sewed it up, and now he's just smooth down there. He's probably got a hole to pee out of. And Well, like, does it have, like, a grotesque scar or something from where they sewed it up? Or how well does he heal? I want to see it. I want to, I, it even if it's like a Kendall, I still want to see the, I want to see the Kendall thing. Mm-hmm. Write him a letter. Ask nicely. Maybe they'll show it. Maybe I will write them a letter. <laughs> I'm sure you can find something on... Uh, the internet of uh maybe maybe I could find something on the internet I should check that out okay um I'm looking through my notes what else did I want to talk about I think that was pretty much it you made notes gosh are you prepared oh I know right it's 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 important for me I just want to make sure that I remember every scene <laughs> I'm a very forgetful, a person who forgets. You want to know what scene I like? What? Or I thought it was really poignant was uh, when John was giving all the news to his his lords and noblemen, mm-hmm. and he was giving his reasons for why he's going to go to Dragonstone, and he gets yeah. one guy standing up and bitches about it, and he waves him off. He gets another guy stand up and bitches about it, and he waves him off. And then little Lady Mormont stands up and gives her two cents, and he kind of gets sad for a little minute. He's like, oh, man, <laughs> he was always with me, and now she's... Uh, so, it is kind of, I, I, it is kind of weird. It's small, but I, feel, I like I, it. I feel like, I know you guys disagree with me, but I feel like this is another example of where he's not acting very keenly, is he's going against what everyone's saying. He's not listening to his lords, and he's just doing what he wants. And luckily, like, we know what he wants is right, but still, like, if if you weren't the omnipotent viewer of the show, or omniscient yeah. viewer of the show, then you wouldn't think that that's the right decision. You know, they're they're right that 
you know, he has no reason to trust them. That even though I, I mean, he he didn't interact with Tyrion that much, he's just going off yeah. of the fact that I, I'm a good judge of char- character, and I know that he's a trustworthy guy. Which is funny, Tyrion said the same thing about him. <laughs> I mean, the best thing that Sansa has of Tyrion is like, oh, he didn't rape me that one time. That was nice. Uh, oh well, no, Tyrion. He did a lot more for her than that. Don't don't paint him like that. He he was a very very kind husband. By the way, are they still married? Technically. So, I mean, their kingdoms are kind of already a little united in a way, aren't they? I mean... Yeah. Kind of. Daenerys' hand is the husband of the now protector of the north. Except for uh, Tyrion's considered an outcast, except for under Cersei. I mean, does that have anything to do with marriage, though? But they never consummated the marriage, so the marriage can oh, still get in I guess. I guess. So, Cersei, Cer- I mean, not Cersei, but um, Daenerys, she could uh, annul the wedding. Oh, shit. What if they get together at the end? I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, neither of them really have a love interest, so... Why not? Yeah, Tyrion I mean, killed his. They're kind of uh, they're kind of the best people for each other. If, if either of them were going to fuck anyone in the series, it would be you know, each other. You know. Uh, she she kind of just got out of a very uh, abusive relationship, so I don't think uh, yeah, Sansa's which is for why anything. which is why Tyrion would be a great husband to her because. She knows and trusts that she's never going to have a problem like that with him. Yes, they would be a good match. I think she has a lot more maturing to do if that's going to happen, though. Yeah, I guess that Tyrion doesn't really... Was that? Uh, How will she... She is now going to be the new Warden of the North in Jon's absence. How will she fare? Will she be able to resist think, the temptation of listening to Littlefinger? I think I'm, that, yeah, I think so. I think that she pretty much has uh, good defenses against Littlefinger, and uh, I think that she's going to try and seek his counsel. And, and, I mean, Littlefinger will probably give pretty good advice. I mean, he'll be trying to manipulate his way up, but... I feel like we're going to see her and Brienne's relationship grow a lot closer. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, fucking speaking of Brienne, so all the wildlings are gone, so I didn't get the fucking goodbye scene between her and Tormund that I wanted. Oh, yeah, they all are. Oh, man. When they see each other again. I guess. (laughs) Maybe that's just going to be an ongoing joke and nothing is ever going to happen between them. That'd That'd be a shame. That would be a shame. Some, someone's got to give Brienne some love. Jamie. And she's not gay. They made that very clear early on when she talked about her story about dancing with Renly, even though he was gay. And She she wants a man. But, uh, oh, fuck. No, she needs to get with Tyrion. Would that be fucking hilarious? The tallest fucking woman and the shortest <laughs> fucking guy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, what Andrew just said, uh, she did kind of have a thing with Jamie at one point. That would be nice to see them unite. And Jamie started liking her, too. Uh, yeah. I, I, honestly, I think her and Tyrion is more likely. I mean, I agree that there was something there, but I know Jamie and Cersei are just too intertwined at this point for that for me to see that well, happening. Jamie's realizing more and more how crazy Cersei is every day. Well, there might be some he's going to betray her. Is it going to get to that point? There I might think be she's going to kill him before she kill or he kills her. Jamie and Brienne might uh, meet each other on the battlefield, and then uh, someone is going to try to kill Jamie, and then she's going to save him, and then they're going to like have a moment again, and then fight each other. <laughs> mm. 
good scene. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. Any theories for the next episode? Uh, it's going to be called The Queen's Justice. Which queen do you think they're talking about? Cersei. All of them. Uh, oh, yeah, it would probably be all of them. Because we've got Sansa in the north. She's probably going to do some form of justice that John will get pissed about when he gets back. Then we're going to have Cersei probably get her justice on the Dornish women. And then we'll have Daenerys who will get justice on the Lannisters at uh, Casterly Rock. Yeah, I think from the preview, it looks like we're going to see the fight at Casterly Rock next, next episode. Yeah. Or at least part of it. So there's just going to be justice everywhere, like Dwight was saying. Well, what what do you think, Dwight? Um, let's see. I already gave my prediction on John and Davos finding Theon in the water. So there's yeah. that. There's that. Um, I would like to see a quick minute or two spent on uh, the wildlings hanging out at one of the castles, trying to yeah. get acclimated with the, uh, the 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 Night's Watch guys that are there. That's probably uncomfortable. Like, hey, I know you. I killed your brother. Oh, yeah, I killed your friend. <laughs> How you doing? You been good? Yeah, I'm all right. It's kind of cold up here. Yeah, cold. I know, right, man? Fucking cold is always cold. Fucking worst. So uh, you ready? You ready to take on these uh, ice zombies and shit? Nah, man, I'm fucking scared. But yeah, they're pretty terrible. Do you think we're gonna see another wildling pretty soon, or are they gonna save it all till the end? Uh, <clears throat> not not no. wildling. I meant White Walker. Oh, White Walker. Um, no, not for a while. I mean, it's weird. I'm kind of missing them. At first, uh, that scene with uh, Arya out in the woods when all the wolves were surrounding her, I thought for a second, like, oh, shit, she better not get attacked by Wattwalkers right now. Are they going to kill Arya off? They can't <laughs> kill Arya off. That'd be terrible. She's way too far south for the White Walkers. Well, she's heading north. Well, yeah, she's still south of Winterfell. So. Yeah. Um, but it would be interesting to see, like, oh, hey, the White Walkers have gone this far south now. Holy shit. Uh, that battle's coming up quicker than we thought. Oh, so if Arya's coming back to Winterfell and Bran is on his way back, is that going to be a... Think they're both Band reunion. Make Get all the Starks together. All the Trueborn Starks. <laughs> uh, that's not Trueborn. Or not that, uh, John. Right. Hey, well, John's not there. And he's not a Stark. Uh, John's not even really Ned's baby. Right. No, he's half Stark, and but not through his father. He's a Lannister. Or no, he's a yeah. fucking Lannarian. Yeah. Right. Which I was telling Izby before, I have a whole theory that uh, Tyrion's going to turn out to be a Targaryen, kind of like yeah, John. Yeah, fucking explain that. Who? All right. So, uh, we know that... Um, Tyrion, Cersei's, and Jamie's mom, when she was alive, kind of like how Cersei was considered the most beautiful woman alive, she was. And uh, the Mad King Targaryen had a huge crush on her. And his hand was um, freaking uh, the Lannister guy. Uh, oh, the dad. What's his dad's name? I'm blanking on it right now. Tyrell? Tyrell, he was the hand to the Mad King for a while. So uh, she would have been in Mad King's court. And Mad King probably either raped her or she had an affair with him. And that's when you get deformed, baby-born Tyrion. And the Targaryens and the uh, Lannisters both have lightly colored hair and similar features. So you could easily confuse one of the babies for the other. And that He's really actually a uh, Targaryen and not even a Lannister at all. 
I know it's prejudice, but I just don't think that a dragon can be a dwarf. Are you talking? You know how much incest that family has? Yeah, to keep their dragon blood pure. Yeah, and it fucked up their family. That's why they got the Mad King. We're not talking Whereas- about DNA. We're not talking about genes. We're talking about magic. All right. <laughs> Magic DNA doesn't get deformed. It stays strong with incest. Yeah, well, they did a miss. <laughs> no, no, it probably actually weakens it. Because, you know, it's that uh, even the dragons weaken down uh, through the generations of their incest ways. So if they're still as strong as dragons, their dragons should stay the same too. But no, nah, incest does not work that way even with magic. You want, you want a variety of shit. They should have been looking for the best genes instead of sticking with their own. You want a mixture. I think it's a sound theory. I don't think it's the only thing that explains why he was able to approach the dragons when he was when he did. Yep. No, I think that he can approach the dragons because he's just fucking Tyrion Lannister. He's a badass that way. He, you mean Tyrion and Targaryen? No, he, he's a dragon. He's, he's a, a dragon. dragon. He's... He, Get to ride the dragon. He's get to ride one of the dragons because we have three dragons, and we only have one rider right now, and that's Daenerys. And Daenerys has even said that she needs to find two other riders, but she doesn't know who to find because they're supposed to have Targaryen blood. And I want Tyrion to prove her wrong. You, I want him to be like, no, you don't need Targaryen blood. You just need to be an, an awesome motherfucker like me. Yeah. Well, we know that Bran, he saw the birth of his brother, Jon Snow, and so he right. knows that Jon Snow is actually Jon Targaryen. Right. And so I think he's going to have another vision of uh, Tyrion to get that third dragon right. I just don't like it. I was kind of pissed when Jon was first revealed to be a Targaryen because I was thinking like, oh, no, he's not high-born blood or anything. He's just a bastard, and he's still so awesome. Oh, no, wait, he's actually the heir to the throne? Oh, he's just awesome because he has great blood. And I don't want the same thing to happen to Tyrion, even though he is noble-born, but still. Yeah. But the blood's not that great. <laughs> like, uh, the Targaryen family had a bunch of messed-up people. Like, look at... Uh, Freaking um, Daenerys' brother, who got the uh, crown from uh, Drago. <laughs> I just I think it kind of down. I just kind of think it downplayed when they were naming the bastard the King of the North. That yeah. he's not just a bastard; he's also the heir to the throne. No, he's still a bastard. He's still a bastard, but he's not just a bastard. Like. His bastard title doesn't change whether his father was uh, Ned or if it was, um, oh, what's that? I know that he's still a bastard, but he's not just a bastard, though. He's the bastard. (laughs) So hold up. You think Bran is going to have a vision about Tyrion? But he's not, uh, doesn't he have to be near the tree in order to have those back in time? There's a tree in... Winterfell. Winterfell. There's that tree. Oh, is any of those fucking old trees? I thought it had to be that one. No. I think that's just where the old raven was, but it, all the trees are connected because they said the old gods can see through the um, uh, those trees, uh, whatever they're called, the gods would. Okay. And so uh, he's going to use the one in uh, Winterfell, his home, to be able to spy on the undead and to see vision to help uh, win in the battle. All right. Well, that that proves to me in at least some part that Bran will eventually make it to Winterfell. There won't be another fucking roadblock in his way that's going to take him to fucking Dorne of all places or something. <laughs> So I was like, like he's right outside the gate of Winterfell, and then something's going to happen. It's like, oh, no, head to Dorne. Or it's just going to be days and like months of travel for him. John will make him, already made a few trips back and forth from Winterfell and uh, Dragon's Keep, even though 
Bran's just walking or being dragged to Winterfell for months. <laughs> I'm sure they were able to give him a horse up at Castle Black. <laughs> <laughs> One horse for the fucking Stark oh. heir. You remember how long it took him to get to the uh, wall? <laughs> well, yeah, it took him a long time to get to the wall because they were being dragged, but from Castle Black to Winterfell is, at least by horse, shouldn't be that long, right? No, it shouldn't be. Like yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember how long that took. Yeah, I uh, went back and looked at a discussion we had last time about time. Um, yeah. Apparently, time does pass as you would kind of expect in the show. So uh, they're saying that, relatively speaking, or kind of generally, every season supposed to be about a year. So that makes okay. sense. Okay. And they do, and they do talk about like. They uh, traveled down to the King's Landing. To, it, it's a month's trip between King's Landing and uh, Winterfell, and uh, they talk about stuff like that. So, so between Winterfell and the Wall is probably what like half a week, a week full, or what? That's probably about a week. I forget. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if they've said that one, but I think it's probably about a week. Just looking at it, eyeballing it from a map. Mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't take into account how Arya was able to get from fucking Bravos all the way to Pike in seemingly no time at all. Oh, that's another thing that they've talked about is how uh, different scenes on the show uh, are just kind of mixed in with uh, other scenes where, like, one scene is covering a couple of days, whereas another scene is covering a couple of months throughout the same episode. And so that makes things really confusing. Oh. Yeah, that does make things a little confusing. Anyway, we should wrap up. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being on the show with me. And uh, any final thoughts? Um. Damn, Miss Andy. I, mean, I know we've already seen her <laughs> yeah. naked, but it doesn't get old. That that was really nice. <laughs> we're seeing. I, I feel like we're seeing less boobs nowadays, so it was nice to get some good boobage in this one. <laughs> Indeed. And there hasn't been much boob or dick. All right, we'll see you guys next week. See you um, next week.